Welcome back. Another special edition podcast with athletic director of our Rice House, Dr. Joe Cargard. And as if you've been paying attention to the big news around the department, big strategic plan was released. The announcement uh, came and it, it inspires some hope. A lot of things to get to in this uh, next uh, podcast. And uh, you just announced that new strategic plan and the vision for victory. As, as we're calling it, and that'll guide us in the next five years here at Rice. But, but just discuss that process that goes into it. Is that sign, uh, on the journalist side? That's a, kind of a generic question at times. But what goes into this? And because I know it is, is so much that we're, we're unpacking right here. There's a lot of different ways that you can go about building a strategic plan. And I, I really like the process that we undertook uh, this time around. It was a little bit different than what we did um, in 2014. Uh, and a little bit different than maybe what I've seen some other organizations do, but we were uh, we were very rigorous about the process. We started uh, a year or so ago with it, um, you know. And the first thing was to assess our our 2014 uh, new vision for Rice Athletics and see how we'd done against the benchmarks that we set there. Um, then we wanted to go out to our constituencies and and think about. Um, People on campus, people off campus, uh, people who have a, a, a real affiliation with Rice and that they're, uh, you know, maybe an alum or uh, they're a parent, and then people who uh, maybe are just fans. So we, we went through the process of getting as many people to give us input as possible, and that, that meant that we had in-depth conversations with over 70 people, and we captured feedback of, I think, 1,250 or more people in a survey we gathered all that information. The survey was very well designed with uh, input from a consultant and, and our senior team. And then we engaged the Boston Consulting Group, which is um, uh, has a presence here in Houston and uh, is also where our chief operating officer, Tanner Gardner, uh, worked for, uh, I think, four years. And so they, they were able to come in and really help us with, hey, here's how a strategic planning process should look. Here's how we can help you organize and deconstruct the data that you get, and here are some next steps. So they really provided a great launching pad for us as we thought about how we gathered all this information and dissected it. Uh, and then after we, we went through those things, um, it was just a lot of uh, back and forth, iterative work with coaches and campus partners, donors, uh, testing concepts, and ultimately we were able to come up with a, what we think is a really clear a vision and strategic plan, and that's what was just released. And I know it was pre-podcast days of you and I yucking it up uh, once a month or so, but when you outlined 2014, the vision, I remember us talking about that in different settings, halftime or uh, some some coaches' shows. I think we talked about that. But looking back at the vision five years ago, can you discuss the successes there or some things you learned, like, hey, we've got to do some things differently uh, this time around to plan for the future? We, we came up with the 2014 vision, I think, in the spring of 2014, March, April, somewhere in there. And I started in October of 2013. So it was, you know, four or five months after I'd started. And um, it was really a process where I, I did a lot of listening. Uh, I built the strategic plan. Uh, and I, I gathered input and information from as many people as I could on my listening tour uh, and then I tested the concepts myself. So it was really driven, that process was driven more by me. And, you know, that can work, particularly if you're trying to do something in short order. It's not necessarily the best way 
to have a strategic plan that really permeates all facets of your department and that really can be a living document that, that transcends any one person or any leader. And so that, that's a lesson I think we learned from 2014. But the 2014 vision um, and strategic plan really in some ways looked similar to what we've got now. It had four pillars, uh, seven goals, and 17 strategies. And one thing I think I learned from that is that we didn't do a good enough job of promoting that plan. We really rested on the four pillars, and pretty much everybody knew what the four pillars were, but we didn't widely share the seven goals and 17 strategies with people. So they didn't have a good framework when we made a decision for understanding, outside of how it may have fit into one of the four pillars, exactly why it helped move Rice Athletics forward. But nevertheless, we took all of that information um, that, that was produced in the 2014 vision for Rice Athletics, and we did some benchmarking on it. And we found out that, you know, as I, as I suspected, that we were really successful in certain areas. Um, and in other areas, we still had work to do. And, you know, those four pillars, which were athletic competitiveness, academic success, life education achievement, and Rice values, there were elements of each of those pillars that I think we did really well. I mean, we won 19 conference championships in 11 different sports. We had four teams ranked in the top 25, a number of others who were very close. We had a record number of student-athletes on the honor roll last year, uh, and we continue to do things the right way within the Rice values and and framework that's been set uh, forward. So I felt like it was really good success, but it wasn't done in a way where where the the Rice fan or the Rice donor or somebody who has an abiding interest in Rice athletics could look at it and say, aha, I see where they hit this and they did this and I understand why they're doing these things. So that's something we really learned and tried to incorporate into this new vision for victory. Yeah, speaking of that, jumping back to to this year and this time around, uh, you clarified the vision, your mission, and the, the core values you spoke of, but why was that important and and specifically, what are some of those highlights for it? Well, you know, I think, um, one, those are really the, the, the guiding principles that you're going to use uh, that presumably will permeate any external changes that occur. So, you know, if, if you have a, a mindset on where you want to go, you have an idea of who your organization is and you understand your values, uh, that, you know, as you think about kind of um, – you know, what could happen with conference realignment? What could happen with paying players? What could happen with, you know, the whole amateurism model? What could happen to Division One athletics in the future? We wanted to try and set those up in a way where we thought that in spite of any changes that may happen outside of Rice University, that we would be able to push this strategic plan and vision forward. So th- those were really important to us. You also had to be mindful that when it comes to things like core values, you really want to set them up in a way where they fit nicely within the larger university framework and where they, they don't change. You know, I would hope that when, when we go through the process of another strategic plan in 2024, 2025, that we look back on, uh, you know, our vision may be different, but that our mission and core values l- largely remain the same. Um, you know, our, our, our core values specifically you know, most people are, are familiar with the, the RICE acronym, which stands for Responsibility, Integrity, Community, and Excellence. Those are the things that are really promoted by President Lebron, you know, as he talks about what the university is all about. So we wanted to fold our own subset of values within that value system, and that's where we came up with grit, curiosity, and teamwork, which we think fit really nicely within those. So we're, we're you know, we think we're a little bit different 
you know, there are elements of athletics that are, are different than uh, what you may find in academia, but we find that and think that, that grit, curiosity, and teamwork fit really nicely within the, the RIC value system too. I got a chance to see it, and it's, uh, it's pretty uh, daunting to take in and get in the, the meat of it, the, the strategic plan that's in your strategic priorities and goals, but, but talk us through those and how that um, – you already talked about how you came about them, but just, just talk us through those priorities and goals. So the priorities uh, are threefold, uh, you know, not too dissimilar from the four pillars that we had in 2014, but priority one is to promote academic, professional, and personal development. Two is to improve athletics competitiveness, and three is to raise the prominence of the Rice Athletics brand. And, you know, those aren't in rank order. Uh, I think they're, they're of equal importance. Um, you know, we have to do all of them well, and we can't, I think, ever say, well, you know, it's okay that we didn't improve competitiveness because, you know, we did promote the academic, professional, and personal development of our student-athletes. That's not why student-athletes come to Rice. That's not why coaches come to Rice. They come here to do all of these things and to do them all at a high level. So on the, on the first one, promoting academic, professional, and personal development, it, it really is about um, you know, what makes us a differentiator? What makes us unique? How do we leverage that uniqueness to our advantage? And we have to make sure that, first and foremost, we're supporting academic excellence. We want our student-athletes to major in whatever they choose. Uh, we want to make sure that they're able to compete in the classroom just as they do uh, on the playing fields. And we want to make sure that our, our graduation rates are even more closely aligned uh, with those of the university. We do a great job on this already, all of these things, but we want to we wanna tighten that up and make sure that, that we, we do even better in the future. Uh, the second goal is really about investing in personal and professional growth opportunities. You know, that's the reason we hired J.P. Abercrombie. Um, you know, she's going to spearhead this. Uh, it's going to be everybody's responsibility, but she is going to be the person who really brings uh, all of this together in a way that ensures that our, our student-athletes change fundamentally from the time they're 18 to 22, that they emerge as mature adults who uh, have grown personally, who are ready to take advantage of the professional opportunities that are at their feet, and who are ready to give back to the community. Uh, you know, that'll take the form of things like study abroad experiences and internships, et cetera, but JP will, will own this area, but it's going to be all our responsibilities. And then the third goal is really ensuring that our student-athletes experience everything that Rice has to offer. Uh, you know, and that's, we understand that they've got to make choices. They have demanding schedules. We're, you know, asking a lot of them in their sports programs and asking a lot of them in the classroom. But Rice is a unique place, and we want to make sure that all of those things that Rice graduates typically emerge with, they did X, Y, or Z, or they, you know, they lived in a residential college, and, you know, they got to know uh, they made new friends and got to know people who were very different from them. We, we want to make sure that our students are experiencing all of those things as well. So the, the second priority is really around athletic competitiveness. You know, this is pretty self-evident, I think. Um, we've, we've, we want to compete for championships in all of our sports. Uh, we want to, um, you know, position ourselves uh, and uh, really take advantage of, of uh, our location, of our size, all the things that make Rice unique to maximize athletic performance. We're right across the street from the world's largest medical center. We need to, to employ science and data-based approaches to maximize athletic performance. 
um, you know, those, those sorts of things that, that are, are different about us, we should be able to, to leverage to win championships. Uh, attracting and retaining elite coaches and staff. I talked about the unique type of person that wants to come and be a part of this endeavor where we're, we're trying to succeed uh, in all areas of life at very, very high levels. And so, uh, you know, finding ways to compensate our coaches, finding ways to hire the right coaches, finding ways to come up with succession plans, that's all part of that goal of attracting ret and retaining elite coaches and staff. And then, uh, you know, the sixth goal, uh, or I guess next goal under this, um, under this priority would be to identify and recruit uh, top student-athletes. So how might that be different than what we've done in the past? Well, you know, we're really uh, looking out, uh, under every rock. We're looking in every nook and cranny to find the very best student-athletes that we can find. And while we are uh, a school uh, that's, that's in the past relied heavily on, on Texas and local-based uh, student athletes. We're going to continue to maintain a strong presence locally, but we also want to hit all corners of the U.S. and all corners of the world to find that unique student athlete who uh, is capable of succeeding at a high level, both in the classroom and on the athletic field as well. And it, it's it's hard. It's supposed to be hard, you know, like uh, the whole Rice mantra. But if if you successfully implement the plan, then. Um, what are the barometers? Because I know in the past dealing with strategic plans at other jobs, you always have these measures, but what, then what, like what, what happens and how do you measure that? Well, we've, within the strategic plan, uh, we have a number of, of um, statements that we've made where we know we'll be successful if we do X, Y, or Z. So I'd encourage our listeners to read through those. I think it'll give you uh, some idea of how we'll measure success with this plan moving forward. Um, but really, we're about, uh, we're about the long game. I mean, this is not, you know, I don't think we ever reach some destination where we throw up our hands and celebrate and say, okay, we've arrived. Uh, now there's nothing else to do. Um, we believe that this strategic plan, uh, you know, part of, part of the goal here should be to position us for the next strategic plan so that our, our goals and ambitions are different. Um, but we understand that, you know, large-scale change doesn't happen overnight. So, this is a, a five-year uh, subset of really a longer-term goal of really, um, you know, becoming the, 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 you know, the destination point for the elite student-athlete in the world. And that, that just, I understand that's not going to happen in a year. It might not happen in five years. It might not happen in 10 years. But we have to continue to, to put the steps in place and make progress toward that goal. Um, so that, you know, that, that's what I'd say about successful implementation of the plan. You know, I think... There'll probably be some things at the end of the day we'll look back on and say we could have done a better job there. But this is really to provide us a roadmap for uh, taking that next step in our evolution as an athletic department. I know another big, um, can't say it uh, big enough, the big part of it is the uh, prominence of the Rice Athletics brand. And you did so much last year, and everyone changing the branding, you did a great job on that. But um, Elaborate more on that and how you want to raise that prominence of the, the brand in total. Well, if you think about the first two strategic priorities, this one really works uh, closely in tandem with, with those two in the sense that, you know, if, if, if we're successful on the field and we're successful in developing our student-athletes, it's, it's important that people know about that. And so, 
you know, if we've got great student athletes and successful programs that we can showcase, we want to make sure that we're doing everything that we possibly can to let people both in the community, within the state of Texas, within the U.S. and throughout the world to know about that, because that's only going to help us uh, attract more student athletes uh, and families to Rice. It's going to help uh, uh, create more Rice fans, which in turn will create more support for our programs, which in turn will help us do more. So raising the prominence of the brand is really a, I think it's an equal partner in the strategic priorities that we've set forth. So one of the goals here is expanding our community outreach. And so if you look over the last five years, uh, we have very uh, tangible numeric evidence that we've made pretty good strides here. Um, but you know, if you want to attract more fans, we've got to continue to engage this community. It's, a, it's the fourth largest city in the country. We know there's a lot of untapped potential within the Houston market um, and within the Texas and national market as well. So we have a goal of really expanding our outreach in concentric circles, starting with our own backyard and, and our home city of Houston. Um, you know, the next goal is about really strengthening connections with our former student-athletes. It's interesting, as I talk to former student-athletes in certain sports of certain generations, there doesn't seem to be a great thread that, that ties them all together. And so we've got to create that thread that really ties a football player from the 1950s with, you know, a women's track and field athlete from the 1990s, that there are similarities of the experience that they had, that they both understand and are supportive of the vision that we're trying to move forward for today's student-athletes. So we want to try and find connectivity among our former student-athletes and believe that that's really going to be a strong source of support uh, for our current student-athletes in trying to, to achieve all of our goals. Uh, next, I talk about the fan experience uh, Again, I think we've made some pretty good strides. We've done a lot in the way of asking our fans what they want, surveys. And, and believe it or not, and I know Tanner has said this to people, and we've said this on previous podcasts, we actually do read these things and listen to folks. So it's really important that we continue to listen to what it is that our fans want out of their experience. You know, a, a key priority here is, is Rice Stadium and trying to figure out how we can efficiently upgrade the, the fan experience there with – Obviously, concessions, common areas, uh, premium seating, um, you know, other venues, I think we've made pretty good strides there, but we also can't let those facilities fall into a state of disrepair. So we've got to constantly be on top of the fan experience, in particular as, as it relates to facilities and how we, how we maintain and upgrade though, those. And then I'd say that the final goal is really about uh, – how we generate more of our own support. So thinking about the revenue streams that are within our control, this is where we need supporters to step up and help. Uh, I, I always think about ticket sales, um, endowment payout, athletic-specific endowment payout, and uh, the Owl Club. But there's also sponsorship revenue, uh, and there are other things that we do uh, that we have some control over. And we've got we've to try and grow these in a way that creates some sustainability for our department moving forward. The university's really stepped forward and helped us since I've been here uh, in covering some of those shortfalls uh, and has done so gladly. But I also know the university has got a lot on its plate in trying to you know, uh, invest in, in financial aid for middle-class students as part of the Rice investment. You know, we've got a lot going on with our, uh, uh, our School of Engineering and trying to really raise the prominence of engineering. The business school's got a lot going on, Shepard, et cetera. So it's really up to the Rice supporters, uh, donors, fans, uh, parents, et cetera, 
to, to help us out in this area so that we can, we can develop our revenue streams so that they support our programs and our student-athlete experience, and that's, that's a big goal for us. Yeah, that, that leads perfectly into the next thing I was thinking. How to, if they want to, if they say, yeah, Joe, I'm on board, 100%, like what, what, somebody listening, how can they do that and, and take that to the next uh, step? Well, I, the first thing I'd say is read the plan um, and, and see what's interesting to you. I mean, there may be elements of the plan that you care less about than, than others, um, but we tried to provide some specificity in the plan so that you have an idea, a clear idea of what we're trying to do. Um, and then if you do have interest in one thing, obviously, you know, buying tickets and making donations uh, is very helpful to us. But there are a lot, there are going to be a lot of opportunities to volunteer here. We, you know, think about J.P. Abercrombie and some of her efforts in creating mentor, mentorships and internships for our student athletes. Um, you know, there may be opportunities to help us sell. Uh, there may be opportunities to help us organize in different cities and spread this message. So I'd really look at it as, you know, if you can, if you can help us with your, uh, with your time and talents, great. If, if you can help us with your, with your wallet, you know, that's great too. If you can help us with all three, then that's really a perfect scenario. But I think there'll be a lot of opportunities for people both uh, uh, rich and poor, young and old, to engage in this strategic plan in a meaningful way. So i got to ask you, how do you feel now that the vision's there, it's out in front of you, and just is there some sense of relief and purpose that, yeah, it's a big challenge, and how do you feel right now with that? I'm, I'm pleased. I mean, in, in some sense, it was an exhausting process, but it ought to be. You know, if you do it right, uh, you really want to be asking people, did we get this quite right? You know, and, and in some cases, there are, there are going to be points where people may have disagreements, but we really felt like we incorporated people's feedback. So I'm excited. I think this is going to be a great launching point for us, particularly as the university gets into its next campaign, for us to realize some, some pretty lofty ambitions. So I'm very excited about it. That wraps up our special edition of the podcast, and wow, uh, a lot of great stuff coming up in the future here at Rice, and uh, we will talk to you soon here on the podcast. <laughs>